You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. hardcore podcast and then you guys typically correct me and say the, the hardcore i mean <laughs> you're not wrong i just yeah. i don't know i don't know why my brain doesn't go there I, I i think i listened to one of those podcasts about screenwriting or something like that that says a screenwriting podcast so now it's just in my head it sounds good no it's fine but uh i'm patrick i'm bob and i'm tom uh you, you know we talk about hardcore uh, w- w- and other stuff last episode was wily <laughs> what did we not talk about hardcore? no we well, did like that fever dream that was the last episode the fever dream well the, when you hear this the last episode will be a, a deep dive in new music but the episode before that we were we were on so one we said some shit <laughs> i just did the notes for it and man i was i feel like, zoning I out. like yeah yeah it was it was like i think i left a note at the end this was a weird one yeah so. someone dosed my dreams did I, do, do people like it? I, I, I've been oh, yeah, so preoccupied. Okay, because I've been so preoccupied. I With can't acting see what, yeah. and just my art. I just can't, man. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll be happy to know that I am, uh, I'm on the television show Blue Bloods on Monday. ACAB. It's you and what's the, the lead? <laughs> Who's the lead? It's um, uh, Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tom Donnie Selleck. Wahlberg. I hope I get an opportunity to hang with Tom Selleck. Oh, is Donnie on it? Donnie's one of his guys, man. No shit, all right. Um, I definitely think you should find out what they use to cover up your tattoos. And like do like a self defense a drug church like photo shoot without tattoos. Oh wow, that would do. freak people. Yo, out. what if you did a de aged one where you covered up the tats mm-hmm. and maybe dyed your hair back to something? Okay, you know here's I mean? a wild idea. Let me let me let me throw something at you guys. You tell me how you uh, process <laughs> throw it back if you don't yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, my hair is <clears throat> not as thick as it used to be, and it makes me sad. Right, okay. because I always mm-hmm. thought that I had like a nice head of hair. I mean, you still do. You're it's doing fine. good. You're it's doing fine. good. It's fine. Your, it, it, but in your bald spot, you're still in the A spot <laughs> but, of this team. I know. But no, no. But look, I, as dudes that have hair that is going away, yeah. you, you, Whoa. you. Pro- <laughs> what am I giving slowly you? Slowly but surely. Am I giving Sh- you news? Slowly but surely. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm sorry. I didn't, talked about I didn't, all three people whose voice you hear have hair. Now, if, if living is only the act of not dying, then we all have hair strongly. But slowly, we are losing our hair. Slowly, we are. Yeah, yes. I, didn't, I didn't know I was giving you news. My bad. So, Thanks, Craig. Uh, but when it hits you, when that realization hits you, uh-huh. that like, oh, my hair is thinner than it was 10 years ago. Yes. Like, you probably go through a bit of a moment, right? Yes. And I think I'm having mm. that moment because I don't have a bald spot per no. se. Do you think I you're ju- thinning a little I'm bit? Thinning. I think you're okay. You're going silver. But silver I like. Silver I know, Fox. I know. Like this is, but like today I'm noticing it way more than even two weeks ago. It's so, clean. so yeah, here's a, oh. you took a shower before. Here's he did. The, yeah. the grease darkens it up a little bit. <laughs> here's the oh, thing. Oh, okay. Grecian formula. Hence so, the name. So my niece is a hairdresser. Oh. She did my hair one time and she said, oh, you want me to dye it? And I said, no. And she said, 
oh, come on, you want me to dye it? And I said, what do you mean? I, I said, I like it. Yeah, said, no, like, the silver's good. I said, I like it. It's good luck for she's you. Like, and this was before I was dating Amelia. She said, no young woman will ever love you. And oh, I said, that's a very strong... That's not true. I think it's a fallacy. Okay. That's a fallacy. That's a fallacy. But is that because... And <coughs> total respect to Brittany. Shout out to Brittany, my... Uh, my Spears? She's my niece and my Shout out, Brittany. So, <laughs> she's my niece Sorry my about wife. that Tony thing. It was just <laughs> yeah. one time. It won't happen again. Niece, niece and my hairdresser. Shout out to her. But is it because she's in an Albany state of mind that she's not with the silver? Um. Yeah, that might be. Maybe. I think, I think a lot of silver foxes in Albany also got like that Times Union beer gut. Like, oh, you know oh, what I mean? No question. Maybe missing some teeth. They got no the question. they got the sliding out of the booth at Stewart's at like eight thirty vibe. You're not that. I thankfully. think I told you this. I got a sister that's fifty. Mm-hmm. She dates a man more than ten years younger than her. God bless. And uh, when people give her static, which is weird, but people do say shit. I had no idea that, that would be a thing people fucking cared about. But they're, they're like age shaming her. Yeah. Because like you Rock know, I apparently yeah, apparently just if you hit them real quick and then it's over. Well, apparently if you're a woman, that people hold you to some bullshit where like it's somehow uncouth for you to be dating a young man. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Oh, fuck out. Point of is, when people say shit to her, she always responds with, "Have you seen a 50 year old man in Albany, mm, New York? Mm, you know what I mean? Do you know what the, mm, you know what goes into that? Shuts and she's down. not wrong. No. She, I mean, who can argue that? I mean, I'm looking at 38 year old. Picasso. Like good from afar, far from good. I don't even think I'm... Uh, Not really that. It's yeah. like a... It's a <laughs> Bad from all angles. Uh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... They got those cracked faces, though. I say that about... I say this about old white men. Mm. I say they got Picasso face because their nose looks like it's crooked and they got really sharp lines all over their face. They look like Jason Robard. I'm starting yeah. to get the sharp lines right here. Yeah. You know? It's, it's the, right. the frown, frown lines. I frown yeah. too much. Um, okay. I got some people. I can get you some stuff. Oh, some yeah. shots. Yeah, what if you'd you always look surprised? You should. Uh, I mean, Amelia is pushing me to get Botox. And you've been talking about the ridiculous. lip thing. You've been talking about the lip thing. Why not my pump them up a little bit? <laughs> Why not pump them up a little? Your lips are sealed. <laughs> then my lips are small. As if fuck, you're ever going back to California, you just need to step up your game. I... You just need to go away and do all these improvements, and then come back because people would go. Wait, his lips big. He looks sort of the same, but right. a little like, different. I could, like people are like, you, you want to like dye your beard? I'm like, what am I gonna show up one day? Like fuck, like Creed from the Office? Like it's ridiculous. A Hollywood Hulk Hogan style. That's the only thing with the gr- yeah yeah. yeah. It, one oh, day here he is. Heel, yeah, when I do my full, full heel turn, you'll. Oh yeah. Yo, Hollywood Tom Sheehan might be one of the best gimmicks we've come Who up came with. up with that? Was that you? That was pretty great. Because people refer to it on the internet now, which yeah. is good. Shout out. Uh, that's shout how you know out. something is a successful yeah. idea. Um, so let's give shout outs uh, oh, to yeah. our sponsors first, right? Uh, and uh, firstly, what what episode is this? What the fuck are we 40. doing? 40. No, no, but I mean, what, what, what are we talking about? Winning streaks. Oh, we're doing winning streaks. Okay. Then let's talk about the, let's, let's talk about the incomparable winning streak of... Triple B. They're on, they're on one right now. No, they're killing it. Um, I think that Akulu is going to be the fucking joint. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's going to be something. I think so, too. My what are they doing, 12-inch or 7-inch? 7-inch. 7-inch are the songs that are out there. So okay. it's not new cool. material. Right, right. But it's, but it's out there now. Yeah. It's going to be physical. Cool. Uh, seems like it's going to be super rad. Um, by the time you've heard this, they played their first show. Which was with yeah. that Terror, Candy, Backtrack, Harmway, You're the Knife yeah. tour. Our boy Cheddar is shredded, shredded as part of Akulu. Yeah, how about being in Candy and, and Akulu? So, so shout out to those two things. He's got some other big stuff planned. We know Excalibur is coming soon. Um, and he announced the America's Hardcore Festival, which we'll talk about shortly. But 
uh, right now, I want to tell you to go to triplebrecords.limitedrun.com. You're going to want to enter a code. Uh, that's axe to grind. Spell it out. And receive 10% off. So go and, do that. And, I did that the other day, and I bought the candy record because I thought I pre-ordered it, and I didn't. Mm. I did that twice. I really? must be going senile. Yeah. Both times I go, man, Death Wish is fucking up. Yeah. I ordered that Godjoy record. I never got it because I didn't order yeah, it. Check oh. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, get yourself the little purses that people are wearing now. Mm, I think they're going to be gone. He's not going to redo them? You should. The, I mean, uh, when something sells that fast, you got to redo it. Oh, they look like I, fanny packs, but they're wearing them across the chest. Yeah, I don't, Supreme. I don't know what you call I don't know what you call Yeah, like hip bags. Yeah. But yeah, opinion. those things. I, I, You know what I was going to get? I was like, oh, maybe I'll get one of those. And then the ones I won were already sold out. Uh, the, the camo, I'm not going to Yeah, I got you. I, that's the sort of shit that I'll wear in like six years when it's totally out. You know what I mean? I got another bag that I'm going to pitch to you guys. Okay. That's going to be cool. Oh, bag innovations. All right, yeah, I'm with cool. it. It's, uh, it's a whole new bag. And while we're speaking of innovators, oh, Pop has got bag. a brand new Our bag. other sponsor, we're going for two different Death yeah. Wish. Inc. Uh, really, we'll talk about Death Wish in great detail at some point. Not because they're a sponsor, but because it's part of the history. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we could safely say innovators did a lot of things uh, ahead of other people. Uh, and currently on a winning streak of their own. Yeah. Uh, that gouge away, that super unison, and that cult leader, that is a strong 2018. Yeah, it is. So, uh, it, Go order those now. Uh, the Super Unison has uh, my interest peaked. I'm probably going to uh, do the headphone listen of the entire album yeah. pretty soon. That's a good one for a dog walk. Yeah. And and that comes out, what, end of October? Is that right? I believe so. Yeah. October okay. 26th, I want to say. All right. Yes. Well. I remember that from when, when we listened to it last week. You know what to do, fam. <coughs> uh, and I'm going to throw out one that's a few years ago that I'll dive on at some point. Maybe when we do our Death Wish dive. Uh, Oathbreaker, Raya. I love oh, that record. I know you do. I love that record. And it's odd because it's not necessarily my typical thing, but I just think it's a really cool record. And that band actually, I think, is doing some sort of single next year. So that's cool. kind of cool. Um, they also sponsored Josta. And I listened to the newest Josta today. Uh huh. And they're like, put in, you know, Josta for 15% off. I'm like, 15% off? And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, it's only 10%. Off. I'm like, uh, right, you're was, goddamn right. I was say. Right. So don't put in Josta. No, <laughs> axe to grind. Put an axe to grind. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's got money. Yeah, he's he got right with that. He's got that CBD. Mode. But I just was upset that he he was getting fifteen no, percent off. It. Please. So uh, go an, to, and are you I, missing a, 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 a? Shouldn't it be get, you get fourteen percent off because you're just a fourteen? Oh, wouldn't you think that would be like the move? No, because that that's the, is that too too, too, too deep? deep? Yeah, too deep. Do people think his last name is Josta? Most likely, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And James Shanahan has become Jamie Josta. One hundred. So. Go to deathwishinc.com, enter the promo code. Also, as expected, axe to grind. And then you have to spell it out. And you get 10% off your whole order. Um, let's get into it. Let's do get it. it. Uh, somber note to start with. We oh, got yeah. a couple quick hits today. Um, we want to say a big rest in peace to Kenny Aarons, the original singer of Urban Waste. Yes. Uh, if you're not familiar with Urban Waste, they're one of the seminal early 80s New York hardcore bands, mm-hmm. an A7 band, a band who was doing stuff before all the bands you loved were doing stuff. <coughs> yep. Uh, truly. Yeah. And um, are signaled quite often as this innovator because they really were doing something different. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're the band that Roger Seitz is getting him into hardcore. Roger yes. Moret. Yes. Um, and if you want to do a quick crash course on what was New York hardcore prior to 
I use victim and pain, but prior to, say, even 1985. Um, yeah, Age of Quarrel and back, pretty much. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah I mean, so Age of Quarrel is 86, which is yeah, which shocking. Is nuts. Yeah. But so you've got the Abuse 7-inch. You've got the Urban Way 7-inch. Yeah. Reagan Youth. Reagan Youth. You got the Mob 7-inch. Mm-hmm. And you got Victim and Pain. I think Urban Waste might be the most underappreciated, but that's, and I don't want to hijack talking yeah. about a sure. man's passing, but uh, at some point we've got to talk about how critically overlooked Reagan Youth is now. Yeah. It's yeah. like a joke. And yes. what a story. It, yeah. yes, yes, yes. What so, a crazy story. Yeah. yeah. We'll get so into that. We'll but, it, but, but so it, Urban Waste is a crazy man. Um, and the thing I will say is compared to all the other scenes, DC, Midwest, Boston, um, the decided hardcore kind of origin points, New York had the most eclectic sound between yeah. each band. There was no scene sound. Urban Waste didn't sound like the abused. The abused did not sound like the mob. None of those bands sounded like Reagan Youth. None of those bands uh, sounded like AF. They were all doing their own thing. They're all recording in these weird, funky places in New York. Uh, the Urban Waste sound, seven inches dirty, noisy, has a yeah. buzzsaw grind. And go check it out if you haven't heard it. Great vocalist, oh, amazing, such a brutal. And the voice. lyrics are great. Oh yeah, great. absolutely. So um, there's a. Uh, so you got this on public opinion. Public opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'm not into hardcore. I'm not into, into punk, punk rock. rock. Don't, Don't you try, try to label, label me. me. So um, really awesome band, and sad to see anyone pass, especially when this is kind of yeah. the first wave of this whole subculture. So yeah, and so shout out to his family and his friends and stuff like that. Yeah, R.I.P. to our dude. Uh, moving on in uh, happier news what do we got well <coughs> we already talked about Triple B just a little bit but the win streak is continuing yes because America's Hardcore Fest is coming in December Ooh. can I pull it up and I'll please read that please do please do oh yeah we'll do it uh, so give me one second you guys can talk while I pull it up sure uh, so I've played uh, a Triple B Fest in the past mm. uh, been on America's Hardcore Com yes <laughs> yes thank you for reminding me with the whale sounds um this is... A, is that the one? That is, yeah. This is a very fun fest. You know why? Is it Because it's it's at uh, Hardcore Stadium, which is still... The Elks Lodge. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. <coughs> Excuse me. My bad, then. Uh, I have not played this space. Okay. Because I played when they did... <coughs> the Democracy Center? Where no, no, no. I'm Middle barred, East? barred from there. <laughs> Middle yeah. East. The, the one room in Sometimes the Middle East. Sometimes they do stuff in the Middle East. The rat. Is part of uh, he's a rat. <laughs> yes. I, I time-traveled. Um, so, <coughs> so sorry. Uh, it is uh, a good vibe uh, because it does the thing that I like at a fest. We've talked about, uh, which is pick a room, fill a room. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yep. don't worry about getting the biggest space. Don't worry about like everybody in the nation talking about a thing. Make it so everybody that goes leaves with a positive impression. Right, and that's what those type of fests do. And like every year, this fest has been generating. Buzz. Those stories and those highlights. Think that, about day by day. Was that last year or the year before? <sighs> last year or the year before. Time flies. But yeah. it was the story of the year. You know, I think it was last year, actually. Yeah. I mean, and imagine how far they've come oh, in eight months or nine, ten months or whatever. It's crazy. And yeah. Wild reaction. There's a bunch of bands from South Florida on there this mm-hmm. year. So, want to dive in? Sure. Oh, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Should I start from the bottom? Why not? I mean, there is no bottom, but no. you know what I mean. Sure. Vantage point. Okay. Warfare. Sam's man. Yep, Sam's man. Dominant force. South Florida. I appreciate that he puts Warfare on earlier. Yes. Like, you could be like, hey, we're main support just because (laughs) 
I can't be there. I got Topo Chico to unload. You know, uh, we can talk. We can talk about uh, promoters that uh, consistently build their own bands too high. It's yeah. a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did not do this. No, I respect that. Sleight of hand. Okay. Result of choice. I still think that's the most insane, <coughs> most insane name for result of choice. Yes, so insane. German straight edge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, antagonize. Mm-hmm. Ikulu uh, could be the breakout. Yep. If the they story. if they can pull off what they do on the record, it, people are going to lose it. Well, and yeah. if they if they can pull it off and they're good. Yeah. Right. I've seen tons of bands pull it off and be stale. Right. Sure. Um, so distort. Mm-hmm. Jolly. Millspec. We're yeah, fans. Canadians. Uh, Deflect. Yep. Wildside. Rest- restraining order. Mass. This is interesting because it th- this is the posted bill, basically. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we up. assume yeah. is vaguely the lineup. It's gotta things be the cha- end. Things change, yeah. but uh because there's some interesting choices here. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's very it's varied, I like it. So restraining order, abuse of power. Mm-hmm. LP coming sometime. Illusion. Mm-hmm. Okay. New seven inch I'm walking out pretty soon. Look at this guy. Mm. So, yeah, it's like so no, Initiate. I just listened to their record the other day. I liked it a lot. Okay. Really good. California. Um, Magnitude. North okay. Carolina. Yep. Uni- Unified Right. Mm-hmm. Florida. Sam's favorite band. Shocked that they're this early. If this is indeed any kind of order. Mm-hmm. Really? Because I just heard twenty bands. What, what time does this shit start? It's two days. Mind force. Yep. yep, yep. By this, they, they'll they I'm calling it now will be the breakout. I think. I think they're I mean, going to already yeah. the breakout. But well, saying, but it's like, in New York and New Jersey. Their shows are just popping. Yeah, I watched they, a video of them from Southampton. They stole the show. Jesus, stole the show. Um, um, so mind force trail of lies. Mm-hmm. Division of mind. Oh, Colin of Arabia. Wow. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. There we go. Day by day. So Colin Freeman doesn't play nearly as much as they used to. No. So no. when they do play, I presume it probably gets lit. Oh, you know right. what I mean? so, oh yeah. Okay. And it brings a different uh, element and different, different amount, amount of people to the show. Too. Yeah. Okay. Which is good, yeah. to be honest. So we got Day by Day mm-hmm. from Mordor. Let's see if they can uh, re-up. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, They're going to have to. I mean, yeah. they definitely will. Um, Freedom from Detroit, Mitch. A uh, band that I have uh, erroneously called Fake Big and turned out to be Real Big. Real you, Big. Yeah, you are wrong. Yeah. Fiddlehead. Do you know I'm oh, yeah. wrong so often that I've started saying things that I don't want to happen so that... So you can feel like... Right. Like, like yeah. or that I do want to happen. I'm against them. Reverse. Do you ever see the, yes. that movie, The Cooler? Uh, I'm familiar with the concept. And You're yes, kind of, yeah. I'm the cooler. Yeah. Yes, that's me. It's a good movie. Um, was it William Gate? William H. Macy? William H. Sounds H. right. Macy. Yeah. And... I can't think of the other the woman that plays in it. But yeah, he, they put him near anybody who's on a hot streak at a... Yep. Yeah. All right, so we said Fiddlehead... Eco Strike, mm. mm-hmm. and who I would guess is one of the two headliners, Fury. Yes. Oh yeah. From Orange County, California. I heard that. Yeah. That their LPs out by then. Yep. Oh, we're close. The headliner, finally making it to all streaming platforms mm. from Connecticut, probably Bridgeport. Mm. Death Threat. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Two words. Two words. <laughs> two words. Death Threat. My man. Yes. They, have they ever made a shirt that referenced that? <coughs> I don't think two so. Wor- two words? Two words. Yeah. Death threat. <laughs> well, they should do like two words, motherfucking death threat or something. Death like That would be good. Yeah. Like, but, who did that? What band had that? Two words. Straight fucking edge. Oh, I'm like, that's three. Throw down. No, no. Wait, it was, it was, you don't know? It's Morgata, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, it was wild. It was wrong side. Wrong side. My that's bad. right. 
Yeah. Oh, just pardon me. Throw down is I have one thing. I have nothing else to say, but I have, what is it? I have oh, one God, thing. Dude. It's so good, man. It's like the most, it's ignorant, not in like a beat you up ignorant way. It's ignorant in a like, you don't know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, yeah you're not. Like, you're speaking gibberish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So America's Hardcore, what are the dates on that? I'm sorry. No worries. So the only, the only uh, thing I have to say against America's Hardcore uh, festivals is that you got to go to Boston to, mm-hmm. to attend them. You got to go to Cambridge. Yeah. It's where uh, Harvard is. Yeah. It? Yeah. I don't know. I saw uh, Goodwill Hunting once. That's, yeah. That's, I just listened mm-hmm. to a Matt Damon interview. Yeah, yeah, seems like a pleasant guy. I yeah. Think, well, I got a number. How you like them apples? Uh, November 30th and December 1st. Oh, it's a good day. In Cambridge, Massachusetts. Another thing that I'd like to add, all proceeds will be donated to the Indonesian Tsunami Relief Fund. Oh, that's cool. All proceeds? Yeah. Yep. Good for some. I Sam. mean, that, which means, you know. Yeah. After everybody yeah. gets yeah, there. Yeah, it's still fucking cool. I mean, it's still cool. Super cool. Yeah. Um, so shout out to that. This dude is on a winning streak. Yeah. No, I, you know, I think people... It's a good human way to... I think people forget how much work has to go into all this stuff that Sam does. And uh, it's pretty impressive. So yeah. big, big shout outs from yes. all of us. We'll see you soon. Maybe we'll we'll be we'll set up at the Middle East. Is the Mama can is Mama Can still exist? The place that Aerosmith owned? Uh, owned? Uh, oh, I don't think so. I so, we can go outside. I played the rat. We can maybe like go to the oh, rat wow. and just just what kind of is like nines people, nines of people. It's probably some weird bar that's like people go before the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, right yeah. by Fenway, isn't it? It's literally right, right behind yeah, the you, Green Monster. It's like yeah. in the shadow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bill's Bar. Our so, place is gone. Oh, Bill's so, Bar. Yeah, went there. I of the of the legendary venues because I have no respect for legendary venues. We've, right. de- we've debunked legendary venues on yeah. this podcast before. Nine out of ten suck. The Rat is the one that I actually am glad that I got to see. It's pretty cool. I, I, thought, I, it, I thought it was fun. Never toilet. Went. Toilet. Yeah, but, I, I mean, it's, but all those places were? Yes. And, and CB's to, was a toilet. To me, a Terrible fun toilet. toilet. But amazing. Yeah. It's our toilet. Yeah. That's, yep. I mean, literally. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> what else we got? I'm, I'm going to make you tea while, while Bob I'm says sorry, this. T- yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, I'm just thinking of my editing job. But uh, go, go on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to spill some tea. <laughs> so we've got a couple things coming up here. Uh, FYA Fest is happening in Florida. Fuck your attitude fest. Mm-hmm. Five band tour heading down. Dead Heat, California. Hangman from Long Island. Yes. The Fight from Long, Long Island. Island. World Demise from New Jersey. New Jersey. Rule Them All from Long Island. Island. Uh, all five bands touring together down the East Coast. Not a lot of shows. Five shows, six yeah. shows, something like that. Two of which are FYA, I think. That's right. So it's yeah. just a few shows down, a few shows back. I thought this was cool. First note about it, two main points. One, basically all newer-ish bands. Yeah. You know, Dead Heat's been around for a little bit, right. but still just kind of catching, catching yeah. momentum. Working on the LP now, I think. Yeah, Hangman, same deal. Just kind of catching uh-huh. momentum now. And the other bands are all bands that basically started this year. Yeah, like I don't think Rule Them All has left the Northeast. No, no, and neither has World Demise. They've no. Toured. Maybe they, maybe they, probably, they, they might have played Virginia. 10 shows. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. So, this is cool. Five new bands all kind of coming out. So, we urge you to go check that out. The other point. Five bands of this size on tour together. Is this something that a local scene could support in a small place on the road? I mean, it's tough because I feel like there's such like... There's so many bands that are playing FYA from around here. That you almost have to kind of like pack it, pair it up. 
Yeah, that's my only thought. Like, usually it's like a five band bill. It's like you're fucking a local scene because yeah, they don't get to open sure, for sure, whoever. Sure. But like with this, it's kind of like, you know, there's also probably three other packages that are trying to sort of reroute around this. Absolutely. Because, I mean, there's no way the Northeast Corridor or like the, the you know, 95 Corridor, 95 corridor yeah. could uh, could take all the bands that are going to be no, playing. No, that's true. That's and a, it's, it's an underrated piece that. I know I found myself in as a festival promoter mm-hmm. was that uh, tour route coordinator also became a part-time job at the height Unpaid. of Unpaid. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that was okay. <laughs> because, but it was done, and there was a lot, a few years there, I think 06, 07, 08, right. we were pretty hands-on with helping bands and being like, hey, this tour with these three bands is going south. You might want to go north. Right. Or, hey, maybe you want to do a quick one and there was one year yeah. where basically we were booking three tours me and our friend Andy Rice helped book three tours all going all going east west okay from the from the northeast to southern california and we booked inverted routes so one went through the middle and then hit california and split up right. and went otherwise Another went the southern route all the way through Florida and Texas. Right. And another, and this was built strategically, did the quick shot of like, a, all right, we're touring out to California in 10 days. Boom. Right. You know? Um, so it was like one weekend, a few shows across the middle. Yep. Play the show, back. Yep. And some people flew home the whole day. Right. It's really tough. Yeah. Same thing for FYI. So if you guys are booking tours, booking routes down there, Think about it. I know for me, this feels tough. I right. hope people who are booking this in the local area don't feel insecure to add one up. local band. Yeah, you know what I mean. Six bands is not terrible. I mean, five if you're bands, at five, if you're five, throw one local to open or to be in the middle of that, just to give it some of your flavor. Hopefully, help them out. Hopefully, expose that local band to these touring bands. To say, hey, yo, that band from wherever is cool. Right, that's how you trade shows, man. I got a, I got a divergent opinion. Go for it. Uh, you? Yeah. An opener on this, in my view, is not getting much out of it because people aren't going to, unless they're a well-loved local favorite. That's what I mean. You yeah. have to, they have to be. It's got to be. They have to be adding something to it. Yeah. And, right. and so they might headline. Or be than. right in the middle. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Right. Change it up. Yeah. It has to be a band who you can see it has some value and is going to bring... Even if it's 10 or 15 locals who wouldn't go otherwise. Just bring that in. And yeah. Should I, I read off the towns they're playing? Sure. Is that cool? Yeah. I, I just want to also say yeah. I, I don't know um, many of the many of the kids. You'd have to list all those bands to me. I may, know maybe four kids on that tour. But uh, everybody seems reasonable and yeah. to know their size. And the best advice I could give to bands that uh, haven't toured a ton but are all going someplace together... If a promoter tells you that one of you is bigger in that town, defer, and that is now your headliner, regardless of how you had it organized in right. your I head. Right. I mean, it looks like Dead Heat is, he- is headlining the thing. Yeah. And I would Them say... Them or Hangman. I would say that if in a certain town, the promoter says... If they say, hey, man, World Demise is really popping, yes, let them headline. Let but them I, headline. You're right. Everyone on this tour is totally reasonable and has no <laughs> problems. So. Showing us photos. Um, um, so uh, it just uh, I look, it, 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 different towns can have decidedly different vibes, right? And, and this is a pretty divergent um, lineup. 
Yeah, I actually quite like that about Where, it. Where like Rule Them All is nothing like Dead Heat, which yeah. is nothing like World of the Mind, which is cool. It is a nice mix, and I yeah. think it's one of those tours that you see, and it's like, this is booked by a bunch of bands who are all in the same to, yeah. and friendly and in the same range of size. It was done like, yo, let's go play some shows together. It's like New Titans on the block. Yeah. Fucking cool. No, I, Do you remember that tour? I think that this is very... We're, are we going to talk about the new wave, or is that a different episode? That's a different episode. Okay, but because we can talk I'm very about excited. It here. The new we're wave talking is really about it. I'm getting excited. Yeah, right. no, it's very interesting. There's a lot. We're going to get into it more on uh, a Patreon episode that's coming up. So maybe you want to subscribe oh, yeah, to our Patreon. Yeah, listen for that. Uh, so they're but playing. They're, all these bands are part of of this wave of newer ish bands, mm-hmm. eclectic sound that yeah. have all kind of started really popping off this year. It's yeah. really cool. It's awesome. <clears throat> I'm going to cough into the microphone before I do this. No. Um, Why sorry. Not? Um, we have a cough button. Maybe that's what we get next. No, but that, but when you when you go off to the side, not bad. No. Yeah, not bad. It's only it's only. I'm not gonna cough. It's only the force. Like even though you're pretty far away, I got whatever. Go right. on. Um, January second, they're playing Richmond, Virginia, at okay. the warehouse. Should be a friendly show. Yes, January third in Wilkesboro, North Carolina, at Mass Grave. It's a great. Name. They need a show in on January fourth in Atlanta because it says TBA. God damn it, Atlanta. Step might be up. TBD, so they might have something, but you know. God Maybe. damn it. They don't Atlanta. step up. Two days in Tampa, Florida, FYA Fest. January 7th, they're playing in Charleston, South Carolina at the Purple Buffalo. My favorite city. Mm. Um, Second. January 8th, B- Baltimore, Maryland at Asian Taste. My 11th favorite city. 11th. It's not that high. <laughs> it's not that high, but I do. I like Baltimore's Bal- got some I like charm. Baltimore for a day. You ever been to the vegan spot there? Probably not. I ha- uh, which one? The, uh, the African one? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Unbelievable! And Shout out, <laughs> we're coming for that sponsorship. Love it. Listen, New Brunswick, uh, Ebok, yeah. Ebok. Okay. Uh, What's the other place? The big place in Baltimore, the vegan place. Land of Kush has been the one no, for a while. More like a Rasta type place. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not Land of Kush. No, 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 no. Soul Veg. Is it Soul Veg? I think so. Hmm. I believe so. Okay. I don't know that. It is uh, both are whatever. I, the spot that you're talking about is good. Land of Kush is good. Uh, Baltimore is cool. My only problem, sorry to be so specific, uh, row houses don't allow for light on uh, on the uh, either side, uh, and that makes for a very depressing existence. Bad for your chakra. So. Really bad, man. So shout out to those bands. Shout out yeah. to those bands. We talk about you. We'll talk. We'll keep talking about you. Is do, five do too many? Mm, it's too late now. Well, let's mm-hmm. find out. Yo, you know what? Support that. That's yeah. the kind of thing that makes it so all those bands can go do more tours. So yeah, oh, I mean, figure five bands, probably two bands. Oh, that's smart. Split time. You know what I mean? I would imagine make it work. Yeah, I mean, it makes. To be honest, it doesn't. It reminds me of some of those indecision tours you've highlighted, hmm. where it's like you guys and Silent Majority and Millhouse in yeah, like, like two vans. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, we're back. Uh, what the fuck were we off about? We were talking about the tour, right? Oh, Talked yeah. about the tour. Yeah. We're going to move into something else here. Hmm. A little band called City Hunter from Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Either of you guys familiar that much? Don't, don't feel bad but if with you are With Denver, yes. Just really. the art. Okay. City, City Hunter. Um, new LP coming out on Youth Attack. The reason I'm bringing this up is mostly because it's coming out on Youth Attack. He's done a lot of records that I consider very good over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. A lot kind of centering on this Denver scene. Shout outs. I have no idea what that's world is about it's kind of more on the punk noisy side okay which a lot of the youth attack kind of leans yeah. to but it's also really has a solid early 80s hardcore uh mm. thrust that said 
I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. I was born there. I've always looked for bands from there. Few and far between. Mm. Because of this kind of attention, all these bands have been put on my radar. And it's rad. I want to talk about the youth attack effect. Which is to say that this is now a 20-year-old record label that has... Wow. I know. It's kind of crazy. Is it even longer than that, maybe? No. I mean, maybe... Did he put out the old Charles Bronson stuff? He is did. That Some of that's as? like 98, 97, Jeez, maybe. Good but it's 20 years. Um, wow. Early 2000s, yeah. he started doing what we kind of... Uh, sass core that was adjacent to the locust yeah he, and he some noisy stuff and some yeah. like you know thrash stuff the oath total fury um abandoned the bad form who i would recommend but a lot of forgettable shit and then continued with a lot of what i would consider forgettable shit but, but it always was hype yeah. people always were checking yeah. it out he's good at that is this like how we're making fun of, not making fun of but pointing out that's a lot of um limited yeah, I made 150 I mean, copies. That of this used record. to be the jam. That used to be his go-to. Was was scarcity, right? Was which a, made it hype, right. right? And then stuff. He started putting out stuff where it was like, oh yeah, if I press press 150 of these, they sell it in an hour. If I press 500, they sell it in five hours. Yeah, you know. Sure. So he started pressing more. His stuff started being a little less scarce, but he has okay. such a following that. When he puts these things out, People they go buy. pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, I'm reading over the discography. Like, I don't even know have this stuff. <laughs> I'd, call, I, I'd call it a real label now. Yeah, it, but it still has that mystique about it. Um, it was definitely part of the mysterious guy thing. Yeah, I have. I so he, let, real quick, but I'll sort of adjacent I'll, I'll to it. Grind my axe for a second, if I can. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I hated that era, and I blame the early aughts. I blame this, this guy directly. Uh, don't get me wrong. He's a guy that likes to take the piss. And uh, when you have an audience that is kind of in on the joke, uh, they are the joke, but they're also in on the joke. You know what I mean? Like, like here's some used toilet paper I'm selling. And they're like, yeah. I'm buying it because it's, it's funny. And he's like, right. it's yeah. funny to sell. Yeah. Like that, that circle of jerk offery. Uh, I hated it at the time. Of course. I'm not mad at it now. Uh, I mean, I don't have a strong feeling on it now, but I, I'll just say that like, I really think that the material that he kicked up, and we'll talk about trends and shit at some point, but like, it was just so fucking creatively bankrupt that it, and and I'm a guy who puts out mosh records. I need Mm -hmm. this, let's just air myself out. I put out mosh records. Sure, sure, sure. But there's nothing wrong with that artistically. No, but there's, and there's nothing wrong with what this kid was putting out artistically, except. It just doesn't appeal to me, so I can identify every defect in in every record. Where it's just like, come on, man, we're doing this part again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that. And so I really hated the glut, right? Like, because and that was say the first big wave of this. Yeah, the, the early aughts. There was style. just a terrible glut, and and but now. Not that this man is demanding my respect, but he's got it now. You're, yeah. you, you know, when I said they're a real label now, that's me being a disrespectful dude. But like, I mean it from my heart. Yo, yeah. th- th- this is a label that, th- yo, it's here's a what here, can you say? Twenty years. Here's what I want to say about this too. What if I told you today? Hey, you, either you guys, anyone at this table is in a band. Yeah, you know, I know things are going well. How about if um, you want to do an LP? Cool. This label is going to put it out. And they're going to sell a thousand, not based on you, but just because of who they are. 
and it's going to get you that much more shine right away. It's it's a weird thing. I, if okay. now I wish it was more impactful to the band. Right. Like I I've, I big up the one of the records he put out last year, Civilized Chopping Block. I mm-hmm. think that's a fantastic record. I think he's put out good stuff, especially recently. I think. Do you think it helps the band? I think it does. I think it, it gets them immediate attention, but then it's sort of on them to be good or not. And right. if it's just okay, I, I think a good example. Do you remember the band's Hoax mm-hmm. or Squirm? Yeah. I don't think they're really anything to write home about. I actually no. don't. They did they, well, though. Both they did bands really had a hype. well. Yeah. They had a really hot moment. <clears throat> but I thought both were pretty forgettable. And mm-hmm. I don't say that in a mean way. It just was I think left of the thing. They were mysterious guy core, though. The uh, hoax was the, to me, the breaking point of mysterious. Yeah, guy. they were the late to the bus mysterious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They, they were like the, 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 to me... I don't know what year that came out, and we'll talk ten nine. So I'll somewhere save in there. it for when we do that year. Yeah, is my well, we ho- did two thousand ten already? But oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't on there. So well, then ho- hoax is fucking terrible. That era was terrible. That music was terrible. Those kids were terrible. I refer to York, right? yeah. And hoax was <laughs> fake from wherever the fuck they were from. But uh, <laughs> it's a mysterious guy. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Parts unknown. I felt they were like Loftcore. They, they were, were Loftcore. Like Squirm were Western Mass. But Loftcore. What is a loft in Springfield? Yeah, it's a warehouse, I think, burnt out. Um, so uh, I I call this future lawyer core. No, 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 di- no disrespect, Tom. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no disrespect. You know who I'm talking about, the type of human being I'm talking about. Yes. And that's what this type of music is for me. It's, uh, it's pure um, drive-by music where you had a summer where you want to you, commit a drive-by other yeah, people who are playing future I mean, future prosecutor yeah. core yeah. Yeah. future yeah future drug crime prosecutor core mm-hmm. where uh, you are punk as fuck for this summer and then uh, on to the next on to the next and tourist yeah and uh, I don't level that uh, criticism at very many things at all mm-hmm. I think that everybody in this room would agree that you're entitled to a diverse range of interest sure uh, but this is for fucking posers. Or, or was. Was. And I think, I mean, here's the deal. It's based on your perspective to that. I don't know what that dude's involvement was with all these bands. Maybe just like the music. He was creating aesthetic with a lot of these things. And that's something I wanted to talk about with this is that some of his art is awesome. And I think the last batch of releases he's been doing is great. I just showed you some illustration that he did that's just straight up out, unre- unbelievable. So... Uh, certain labels like uh, Hydrahead at their peak, uh, Death Wish on on certain releases, oh, yeah. uh, really put everything uh, into uh, the look and and Death Wish's case often the tactile feel of oh, a, the whole uh, thing. Uh, and so there's labels that do that. Um, it's, it's very hard to make sense of financially. Uh, so respect to all the labels that can manage. Um, no matter what I want to say about even the worst period of uh, Youth Attack, uh, this dude has curated an aesthetic yes. and is now undeniably good at it. You know Are they I mean? still Chicago-based? No, he was New York-based. I don't know where he is oh. now. Was uh, he in Albany for a while? Did yeah. I make that up? Yeah. He was, right? I think. I feel like Charles Bronson was Chicago, right? Yes, uh, yes, yes. He's uh, DeKalb, original DeKalb. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. DeCal. Um, like I'm going to show you this illustration the dude did. Take a look at this. Flip through. That's him. That's, That's Mark him. McCoy. That's Mark. It's 
pencil. Did, did that's the f- unbelievable. That's incredible. I mean, he's just good. He he's did really the, good. The Full of Hell, uh, the Full of Hell album art is fantastic. The Regional Justice Center album art is fantastic. Did he? What did he do? The Pig Destroyer. The the Nun on Fire. Yeah, yep. yep. that's pretty dope. He's creating iconic work. He's he's really good at what he does. Is that his main gig? I'd I, hire I, him. I think that's so. Incredible. And, and so the thing is too. If you look at all his recent work, so he was involved in the Nothing LP. Okay. So check out Regional Justice Center. I mean, if people are seeing it or not, Pig Destroyer, Regional Justice Center, Full of Hell. Like, he's creating an aesthetic even within it. Like, uh-huh. like this is my gray period. Yeah. Like, he's doing these, porf- pro- these uh, portrait things. I was going to talk on that for a sec. That all have... Uh, that are reminiscent of one another mm-hmm. and that's cool and like there's a part of me that's like yo that's really cool so shout out to yeah. Youth Attack check these records out check out some of the new releases because of the internet now because of those streaming services there is actual availability of the music which was my problem with a lot of the stuff I heard Virgin Mega Whore I thought it sucked it still does yeah yeah I, I there's lots of people who don't like the oath some tracks I like the Total Fury record. He didn't originally put it out. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of bad stuff. So this is maybe yeah, a plea don't to don't feel, one, show appreciation for what's great, the aesthetic of all the shit this dude's done. Two, don't write off a label because you didn't like the stuff they did five years ago. Not at all. Three, sometimes don't subscribe to anything wholehearted just because you feel like you should. Check it out. Some He's stuff's good, some stuff's bad. Right, like that or like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Like they, how Jack White has completed. They got to they they be tired now. But but uh, how many records? Hundred. Somewhere in that range. I I'd say. You know, looking at it, I didn't. I liked Charles Bronson at the time. Yeah. And Ruination was cool. No, I mean, yeah, I like the Ruination stuff. Um, I think he he has had some records. I'm like, oh, these are really good. Let me look and see if I can find out yeah. what the discography is like. Just, but so that's kind of the thing to me. What I, think, what uh, I would suggest is uh, for anybody that's interested, uh, Bob's, Bob can advocate for a number of releases for the, from the last couple of years. Uh, I think that the mid period where this label was actually at its hottest, I think that that's largely the material is Drek, but yeah. you should check it out. Uh, just, because it is undeniably now a piece of hardcore history. It, yeah, there was this period where this dude fell this fell in this spot in the early 2000s that nobody, you don't hear about it that much. It was, we talked about there's the AN and like Bridge Nine stuff. Mm-hmm. There was the Trustkill stuff, yep. Trustkill Ferret stuff. There was the Thrashcore stuff, the mm-hmm. more punk stuff. This stuff fell right in between the Thrashcore kind of punk stuff in this weird like DIY indie electro clash, a word you haven't heard in 15 years, uh, basement space scene that was a thing. You know, I can't explain Holy Molar to you. Uh, I can't explain the revival of Bloodlink Records as a dance label. Mm-hmm. I need, is that what is happening right now? No, no, no. That's no, what that's happened 15 years ago yeah. when he first came back, refused to do vinyl because it was bad for the environment, and put out dance records from bands such as Denim and Diamonds. Mm-hmm. There was an era where wow. things were that was fucking such a bizarre. Weird time. Yes. 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 Fucking bizarre. Yeah. Yes, it was a weird time. So anyways, Thanks. shout out Youth Attack. Mark McCoy, you're an amazing illustrator. Draw a shirt for us, please. Um, let's go. Uh, one last one. I often want to hire dudes that I've shit talked just to see if I get their best work or their worst work. Yeah, you know, oh, I mean? and their highest price. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely their yeah. highest. Price. A combination of one of those two things, probably <laughs> yeah, worst 100%. and best. Um, 
Anyone see the Nicole Dollenganger video? Uh, am I going to sound fucked up if I say I'm a fan of hers and Justice's and uh, opted not to watch it? No, tell us why. No, I... I, I, I Are you going to feel uncomfortable? I want, no, I just... Why does it work? I want to back... Oh, not that might be work, NSF, NSFW. Uh, well, I want to back Justice in what... Firstly, I think Justice is a personality and should be hosting fucking Fear Factor. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think that he is like... A, that type of human being, like a, a personality. So when he's getting opportunities to be like looks, looks involved, good in the video, involved in anybody else's shit, I'm happy for it. But like, you know, like when you when you know a dude and it's not the thing that he's known for, you're kind of like, I don't know if I'm gonna. I, I'll give this a minute before I watch this. You know what I mean? Like it would All be right. like if I started you know, doing soaking. Like if I did stand up comedy, you guys wouldn't be there opening night. You'd probably want to wait until. <laughs> No, yeah. no. So here's the thing. I would, I would go opening night because I would be afraid of who wouldn't be there for you. <laughs> uh, I'd go open opening night and probably never go again. Oh, really? Okay. I've seen yeah. a lot of first shows. That type of dude. Oh, yeah. Not yes. a lot of uh, second, third, fourth. <laughs> gotcha. You gotta wow him. You gotta wow him. Well, not even that. It's just like I've, I've done my part for the souls in purgatory. <laughs> Um, so anyways, Nicole, Nicole Dollenganger, um, knee run for cover records. I don't know who's doing the new record. Dozen other labels she's had an affiliation with. She's actually yes. like spread out quite a bit. Yeah. Canada too. I a lot say. of different yeah. stuff. A lot of self-released. Yeah, it's odd. Um, new single called Lemonade. Uh, lyrics are, as would expect, very outrageous. Okay. And co-starring our, our homie Justice from TUI and the Angel Dust. Dog. It looks good. Sharp in the suit, you know. Um, the combination of the weird video and lyrics I don't know go check it out see how you feel see if it has you feeling things didn't we read her lyrics on here one day yeah they're weird they're weird yeah and for me there's a a larger question uh, that I don't think we're going to be able to answer here today but how, how do you people out there decide what gets a pass and what doesn't for being edgy or being provocative? Uh, Wait, is this just because you're announcing the cum monster seven inch next week? I mean, look, I think that things are, um, I think things are going back in that direction and I'm grateful as fuck. Uh, oh, Virgin Mega Horse single. Comes yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Crew reunion. <laughs> but, uh, how do you, how do you all decide? How do you all, who gets to be an edge Lord and who yeah, doesn't? Right. Yeah. Who, who gets cut that fucking, uh, uh, like what, what's up? Yeah. It's a good question. Like, um, yeah, you have some suspicions. You have some guesses. I, I, I mean, I think if, if the next fucking self-defense family was like, I want to drizzle my, you know, pearly white, whatever on you. Yes. You, you probably wouldn't go that well. I agree with you. Well, why so- is that? Is my pearly whatever not not up to par? I mean, I I could it's probably probably not, but nobody <laughs> he got tested lately. Huh? Yeah, probably not. It's so, probably not great. Um, it's good question. Who's allowed? Because there are things that are allowed and not allowed, and it's kind of it's arbitrary. Let me. Let, I'm just going to jump in. It's arbitrary because you're all fucking frauds. And that's what uh, it is. Is there? But I, you know, do you make good memes? Do you get away with it? Does that? Do you have to build your credibility through memeing? You might look. All it's Start like, gentle and I've, move on to share zone level stuff. I've and then se- I've seen this story play out can, too many times. If a popular person jumps out against you, you cooked. That's yeah, it. That's you true. know what I mean. That's, that's it. You're all fucking frauds. So quick thing. Uh, did you see the uh, Andrew meme he made with Kanye at the president's office? <laughs> <I did, laughs> Already yeah. with the, uh, the curb with your with the big arms. Oh no. no. Oh yeah, he made a. It was good. I'm it not was, a friend with Andrew on. Any oh, of the you should follow websites. him. He's funny. Andrew's weird life, and 
the Andrew story that I didn't tell you that I was going to tell you with regards to a recording. Shout out to Andrew and Hans from Overnight Drive. Andrew helps us with recording sometimes. He was finishing a long recording session with Hans for their podcast. I believe he had something like six hours of material. Jesus. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, what's this giant file on here? Oh, this is one of the Axe to Grind episodes I help with. Let me just delete this. And there goes six hours of overnight drive. Jesus. Oh. Should have kept that. I get very paranoid about files. You know, I mean, they actually go in a separate space until I am 100% sure that that they're no longer needed. But you still live in fear. I'm going to knock on wood right now. You live in fear of just the unexpected. Things crash. I know. It's fucking scary. Yeah. Our computers. Um, Okay. Let's get into it. Winning streaks. Okay, so winning streaks. Here's what's up, fam. We do these on Patreon, and uh, they get kind of uh, a really positive response. Uh, so while we had a couple uh, fresh in our mind, we said let's just do one for the for the plebs. You know yeah. what I mean? Like let's let's see what's yeah, up. Now we've done a bunch, uh, done a bunch. We've done two winning streaks episodes on Patreon. It gives us a chance to talk about bands who've done a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Tom, this was your initial concept yeah. this kind of came from the early days when we got feedback that we were like sports radio for for yeah. hardcore yeah. which we are which yeah, is fucking are. cool WFAN. yeah but <coughs> excuse me if you can tom yes. lay out the rules or just the general idea of winning streaks um i think it we looked at it as sort of any band that has three or more substantial releases in a row that are considered good by the majority of their fans yeah because I don't feel I feel like it's not like <clears throat> one of the choices that Pat had was Earth Crisis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You and I can agree on that. Yeah. An outsider. Why not? An outsider's mm-hmm. gonna That's hate right. at and least one of those records. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think it has. It's really based on their kind of their fan base. Do they have three records in a row? Mm-hmm. In a row. Important. No demo. Yeah. No demo. So, no single. Like no promo single type thing. Right. So you know? like an EP. Yep. Or an LP. Yep. Any of those in a row. Significant mm-hmm. EP, not like some chintzy shit. Yeah. Like four, like one of mine, uh, kind of on the fence. It's okay. I'm gonna but say I'm if gonna it's talk. I'm gonna say if it's four and it's 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 a release that mattered to people. Yes. Then I think it definitely counts. Yeah. yeah well, the, yeah. Well, you'll see when I discuss okay. mine. Uh, so let's let's get into the shit. What 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 is fun? You want me to lead off? Lead, you lead. Off. You had to lead off. Lead off. All right. This and we can kind of mm. my three in a row. Okay. My triple threat. My Please. winning streak. Would be quicksand. Do, 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 do. Okay, two, there's two there. I definitely. So that's where I come with <laughs> the Rev EP. Okay, four songs, mm-hmm. two of which are are on Slip. Mm-hmm. Clean Jam Slate with though mm. is a fucking banger. Yes, it is. So the EP. Yep. Slip and Manic Compression. Yep. I feel like those three in a row. Uh, the new LP, like whatever. I'm. I'm. I w- I also had quicksand oh, as one mine. Yeah. No, but you- let me ask a question yeah. if I can. Uh, I think Tom, I might be making you older than you actually oh. are. Uh, does anybody know how manic compression was received when it came out? Yes, tell me. That. Tell me, manic compression. Yeah, I was around for that. Yeah, what that year was, was that? Ninety five, ninety six. Oh, okay. Like well, oh, was it ninety six? No, 95, yeah. See, this was not... Slip is 94? 93. 93, and then, yeah, I knew I was not around. So I wasn't around, but I was around for the immediate follow. Yeah. Um, And they were one of the earlier bands I got into. But what what was the reaction in Europe? Because I wasn't around for the immediate... I feel like it was bigger. 
than the first one. Oh, like really? The, like they were on like Island Stewart. Oh, okay, so this is I, interesting to me because like Thorn on My Side was like a hit. Yeah, for like, MTV you know. like video. So, so I think we've talked about my history with Quicksand, which is basically I didn't get into it until I was very much an adult. Yes, very much. Yeah, and uh, I actively avoided material like this. I to me this was uncool. Uh, too heady or something, you know, whatever. I just, sure. I wasn't with it. Uh, now really have an appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still lives up to it. Like it, you oh can no, it's, put it, it on. It's not like, Oh, this is a 90s yeah. record. But that's the thing. I think slip is brilliant. Manic yeah. compression, I think is good, but I thought in my, in my head, when I constructed a history yeah. of this band, I thought there must've been a fall off. So there, there was maybe not in terms of popularity, mm-hmm. but definitely, I mean, like I remember when that record came out, it was like, Slip is perfect. Slip is perfect. Right. Manic, dep- manic impression, not perfect. Very good. It's a couple parts. Divorce. Yeah. Hard. Like harder and faster than mm. Slip. Right. Like Super Genius. Mm. Brown Gargant- like There's some hits on there. Possibly the best quicksand song is Landmine Spring. Right. Song. A lot of people feel that way. I don't. Um, Shovel's the best. Shovel's great. Song. Yeah. Um, which never made a record. Which never is made a record. Only on the comp. Only on Antimatter. Antimatter, yeah. Um, but I mean, I feel like... It, it was. It was. They were more popular, but maybe that record wasn't as good as. So that record came out in conjunction with the first Warp Tour, I believe. Oh, they headlined the first Warp Tour. Yes, no, they, they were 95. the national headliner for really? the Warp Tour. Yes, they yes. were. What so, year? What year was Civ? What year was Civ? Civ was ninety six. The year after, the year, I think. Okay. Oh, I was wait, at that maybe, one. I'm gonna pull it. They up. did ninety six and ninety. Civ did a lot of regional dates in ninety seven too. I was it might have been so. I'm guessing ninety seven because Hatebreed was on it as well. Yeah, maybe. I was at all those, so that way they blend together. I, I remember I missed Ziv, so I just didn't watch anything. It's um, fine. Whatever. Um, I went to Asbury Park to watch it. Yeah? Outside the Stone Pony. Mm-hmm. That was a good Fury one. Fury of Five was everywhere. Patrolling. Yeah, yeah that they was really were. Thing. Yeah. yeah, so the, I mean, Quicksand was the headliner. National headliner, and they were big. They were getting all the big spots. The record was different than Slip, which was kind of interesting because Slip has... Kind of, uh, um, this real undertone to it. It's dark and grim. And it's not to say manic compression isn't dark, but slip is more moody. I would say if you were going to give it something like it just is like really kind of like dark room music. Yeah. 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 And, and manic compression captures some of that, but then there's lighter moments and yeah. it's still big room. Like Landline Spring. That's yeah. That no. And there's just, it's, there's some, they're trying different things and I think that Slip is a better album but Manic Compression might have a couple, like when you go through what they play live, they play a bunch off Slip but they also play a bunch off Manic Compression. Yeah. So, so um, the, the Rev EP has always been something I wish I loved and I really? don't love Slate it. Is a banger. It's a good song. Hypno Jam with Dan. Cool. But you don't like Omission? Uh, I man. love Omission, but I like the, the slip, slip version, version better. better. And I just think it sounds better. My quicksand, I would throw in Interiors because I really like it. I, I think that really? record no is shit. that good. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's, it's good really record. good. <laughs> yeah. I think for a comeback, yeah. 23 years yeah. later, 22 years later, it's impressive. impressive. Um, it's that different. Dude's been writing records every oh, year I mean, since then, uh, so it's not like exactly. Yeah. He's been writing, but he got more into a quicksand frame of mind. But it's not the same. Yeah. It's a lot. I use the analogy of what you know, trapped under ice, from Big Kiss Night to Heat Wave. Uh-huh. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans... We set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on the corner of Gray Street. Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians. Everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny, streaming everywhere now. He's not in the same place. Yeah, he can't be like that anymore. If he tried to replicate what he was in 1995, mm-hmm. it would come off fraudulent. So do the different thing. I really like interiors. Quicksand Slip is like completely unfuckwithable to me. Like, yeah, it's just- he's doing stuff. He's on a different level lyrically. Than I think Lyrics any of his brilliant. peers, yeah. he's making up words, excrementable. Like it's amazing. Like just when he's like shitting, yeah, feeling excrementable. Great. Uh, mm. I'm going to. Uh, I will. I will, with some hesitation, because the rev thing, the rev record is not significant to you, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll back this choice. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Not mad at it. Fully back. What is the entry point? Because this is something else we do. We give you our winning streak, and if you're familiar, hopefully you enjoy this talk. If you're not familiar, hopefully we give you a reason. This is also the band that defined post-hardcore to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, if you, you if there's matters. one band that somebody's like, oh, hey, what's post-hardcore? I throw them slept. Yeah. Entry point. Are we talking for a core person or, like, in general? It, uh, give us a 2018 person who... Uh, likes the pop wig releases and uh, but also has fun at a detained show. Yes, so wow. a younger person. I'd probably go manic impression there. Oh, for that type of folk, yeah, slip it's is got perfect, a but it's a little bit poppier. It's a little, <clears throat> it's moodier, and you might have a little more access. This manic impression might have better singles, and the song, yeah. the song "Divorce," yeah, has a a, a mosh part. I mean, yeah. you can just mosh to that. Yeah, I can't get wild. Yeah. So they had that. Like, Three of the main <sighs> bands of of Warped Tour that we were, yeah, we're sick of it all, Orange Nine Millimeter and Quicksand, Quicksand Headland. Yep. That's fucking nuts. Sublime played. I saw Sublime with the guy before he died. Mm. Y'all want to shout out my friend's sticker company? Uh, I think it's BXE Buttons or something. Uh, it's from New Jersey. Shout out to Jeff DeSantis and uh, his wife, I believe they do it. They made stickers that just say, With Rome. 
as Fuck. in sublime yes. with, with Rome. Rome. Yes. So they just say with Rome, and it's and, anything. And they're Rome. they're just going around. I think dude is on tour in Europe right now with his band Wallbreaker. So shout out. And he's just putting the stickers up at venues under other bands' names. So it says like you know like disclose with, with Rome. Rome. That's amazing. I love everything about that. Great, great call. Get, go get yourself a with Rome sticker. Um, so quicksand. If you're young uh, and you like to mosh to detain and you love Popwig Records, check out Manic Compression. <laughs> that would be my guess. It's hard to say, though. Manic Compression or Slip, so I just don't think you can go wrong. No. Uh, I will say the the cadence for this. Patrick, your story of getting into them late in life as an adult mm-hmm. is one that I found with a lot of friends. Yeah. My buddy Dave, strong dislike for Quicksand. Yeah, it wasn't for until me. Until he, yeah, he came... He call, maybe called me because I was a quicksand super fan. Yeah. Like I used to walk around <coughs> New York with just slip on a cassette and would just listen to that all day and that's it. Um, he called me from San Diego or like the next date and was like, yeah, I was at a show the other night and that record came on over the speakers after our set and it clicked and yeah, I love this record now. So it just, it's oh, a funny man. thing. I think you got to be in the right headspace for it. I guess. It, I was know? on from like the, the get. Yeah. So shout out. Did you see Quicksand pretty early on? Yeah. I saw them. They played a show at Marauder at one point. Yeah. Um, they played Lemoore's. Yeah, but this was at like the Academy or something. And then okay. I'm trying to see. I paid some astronomical amount of money to watch them open for Offspring. <laughs> uh, and I left for Offspring. I saw them with uh, State of the Nation and Rage. Oh, rad. I had a State of the Nation long sleeve for a long time because Rev sent it to me for free. That's a long sleeve. It was, got, it yeah. was nice. Um, it, it, had wizard, it had wizard sleeves, so yeah. shout out. Um, I, a big regret, was not going to see Quicksand when they were on Deftones tour in 98. Because my friend had stickers. Convention Center, and I saw it in New York. Yep, yep. So my friend, my friend had tickets, and was like, "You want to go?" I was like, "Deftones? No." Mm. I would love quicksand. I'm like, "No." I would love to explain to a young person that Deftones were the band that brought out all of these bands. Like, like this, which was weird. Which is weird because to me, as a young outsider, I didn't know they were hardcore kids. I read them as new metal. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they definitely yeah, for sure. Like they cover bad brains. Like, yeah, no, no, no. They, yeah, yeah they, and they they did that stuff on like small label. They, that was the, on the bad brains tribute comp that was on like initial or some not weird initial, label. but something weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big like is it IG? Remember or wasn't there a label back then called? Yeah, I don't remember. I forget what they were called. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Quicksand reunited for that tour. Yep, they weren't right. in a band. Right, yep. right, right, right. This is ninety eight. That record yep. came out in ninety five. They were done already. Yep. Yeah, but like I, I saw. Fucking uh, Orange Nine Millimeter open for Deftones. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, it, the, the Deftones was the band. I don't want to say of that scene. That's not correct. But adjacent to that scene that brought all those bands as support. And I mean, at, Will Haven. Yeah, yeah. Will Haven for for fucking years, I think. Yeah, like, like I mean, they took out everything that was. Uh, and close. shout out to our listeners who are like hella young who are into. Far Orange Nine, yeah. uh, still suit. Like to me, that's I'm like I didn't like it as a kid, uh-huh. but I I'm kind of shocked that it's not a go to for a lot of kids now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's more accessible than I ever gave it credit. That's probably why I hated it, to be honest. You know? Yeah. You never got into Deftones? Oh no, I hate. I still hate the Deftones. Really? I hate oh, the Deftones. Bob. 
Don't don't like the Deftones. Not at all. Yeah, but I haven't gone back and checked out the stuff that people. Listen to White Pony. Yeah, it's a great record, man. I've heard that. I just deleted my fucking money streaks. Um. Okay. So, uh, Fuck. I'll go to mine if if you're looking yeah, for ahead. yours. Uh, beef eater. <laughs> no, no, no beef eater. Um, I'm. I, this took some recent, re, like investigation work. Sure. I'm going Amoebics. Interesting. Awesome. <laughs> I, so Is I, that what it bothers? No. No, but okay. I never went with... Uh, I, I never really... Like, I was late to Amoebics, right? Sure. I was an adult. Right. Uh, utterly love. I mean, truly love. Arise. Like, like mm-hmm. love. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, it's well, a great good thing you'll be able to talk about that in 1985. Oh, that's true. Mm. Uh, and Sneak preview. The, uh, also, qu- quick pause. People, when you send us, when we post it on Twitter and then you post like, oh, I hope they talk about Black Flag and the Minor Threat Saturdays. Yeah, we got that one covered. Yes, yeah, we're, we're covering good. it all. We got it. I went through 1,400 records that came out in 1985, kids. No, but when they hit, us, when they hit us with the obscures, I'm, I'd let, that's okay. I mean, I've gotten zero stuff. Stuff that you haven't. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> all right, Bob's Although, on it. No, you know what? Kyle from the fight brought up Amoebics. That's why I remember. That's right. Ah. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle. But the, there was... Uh, Someone in the first couple got first one or two hit us with a couple. I was like, oh shit, we had to do those addendums. Yeah, yeah, it happens. So it does happen. All right. So you were saying? So I was saying that uh, we've talked about Amoebics and the fact that I don't really like much butt flap core. I don't. You yeah. know what I mean? I really I find it less than engaging. But Amoebics, this I, is top of the pops. I, this is the top. Yeah. It, there's nothing Better compared. Than the oh, I would mm-hmm. say by a hundred percent. Different band, but we'll talk about them in a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I, but I mean, I always kind of threw them all in the same. No, really different sound. Different sound, but I'd say, but but I think people can group them together because the aesthetic and all that yeah, stuff. It really totally. And is. and we've talked about that too. That crust is literally an aesthetic because yes. the bands are quite different from each other. Sure. I don't think they started copying each other until, until a little bit later. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think anybody has done Amoebics well. You know what I mean? So uh, I. Yeah. I have a yeah. I, I have a deep affection for this. The bands who do the best amoebics with the amoebics material are the ones like From Ashes Rise, His Heroes Gone, Tragedy, right. who take it and twist it and do their own thing. Because they can't they can't replicate what these dudes were doing. Right. Give us the three records. So you got Arise, Monolith, and Sonic Mass. And Sonic Mass is the one that came out That's like- years later years like 20 years later right Ah. monolith I fuck with really hard okay so I'm gonna rise man monolith good Uh, sonic mass never fucked with investigated recently made your list I fuck with what year was this I the fucking sonic mass was 2011 Ray Mayorga played on that yes that is correct wow that is correct yeah Uh, nausea and stone sour yep (laughs) uh and Sorry. as a result, I think, in part, like, okay, so uh, there is a killing joke element to uh, 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 huh. all, all Amoebics, but yeah. that last, wow. that last huh. record, you hear it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That 2011 record? I've never heard you of it. You're, you're like, oh, yeah. Roy is yeah, the 100%. reason for that? Yeah, I do. I do. And uh, it is fucking good. It, it is fuck. I think it's worth it just for God of the Grain, which is just about like uh, uh, 
t- the sort of archetypical uh, god figure that reappears over the course of history from, uh, you know, like Adonis to uh, to the like the sun to Jesus, sure. and and it is done so fucking well yeah. that it makes me want to like watch The Wicker Man. You know what I mean? Like the original it, or the one with the Nazis. <laughs> Not the bees. <laughs> I'll watch either to this shit. Wow. I thought that you should do like the like sit and li- like play the movie and listen and listen here's an to idea. Here's an idea. Labels hit me up. Self defense sits in a dark room and using uh, a MIDI keyboard Ooh. does a, the soundtrack to the new Wicker Man by visual. Like we don't listen to anything. We just sit in the dark, and watch play, the watch film, the and play it to, along with to, it. like. The Nicolas Cage yes. really yes. so yes. version. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, I don't know why that's not something we're just doing in here. We can project it on that wall. I was honestly thinking about it with the film Sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you guys know anything about the movie Sorcerer? I have no, no idea. Fucking wild movie. Uh, William uh, Friedkin, uh, who did uh, The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, and so he, I was reading about it the other day. He might have seen himself as uh, Coppola's main competition. Mm. So when Coppola went to do... Saw himself as... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. But when Coppola, when Coppola went uh, and did uh, Apocalypse Now uh-huh. uh, in the jungles of Southeast Asia, uh, Friedkin said, I'm going to the Amazon. And like, did, I see you're Southeast yes, Asia yes. and I raise you and did, the Amazon. did a movie oh. with Roy, uh, Roy Scheider, wow. uh, right, who I love. Yes. Pre-Jaws? Uh, this is seventy. I don't know what, the, but pre-sequest. It, it, so, anyway, it, it, it's a movie. It's called Sorcerer, but it's about men that that have nothing back home. That have done something terrible back home, and now their job is driving crates of dynamite over uh, like bridges made out of wood, and it is. Seems like a lot. Not a not a great conceit for an hour and a half movie. I fucking I'm so excited to sit and really watch this movie. And uh, is it like is it known for being bad? Okay, so it nobody saw it when it came out. You know why? It came out the same week as Star Wars. Well, there you go. 1977. So so it was. It was. uh, Like it was shitted on when it came out, and and did not help. Uh, Friedkin's career. Right, and his delusion as he was yes. the next Coppola. Yeah. But has now gotten, gotten like... some legs? Yes, it's like, it's a thing that's looked at as like a highly ambitious, like pretty dark emotional movie. And uh, Amelia and I are trying to set time aside. And if I like it as much as I like it based on how much I've watched the trailer six times, uh, which by the way, if you watch the trailer on Amazon... Mm-hmm. It's not the trailer. It's just bizarre clips put together. <laughs> it's really strange. Yeah, like he didn't cut himself. No, really. wow. This might have been pre. It's pre-trailer. It, no, no, no. no. Tra- the, the trailers it, have existed, but the once you get back into the seventies, they're really weird. Yeah, but so the actual trailer for it is weird. The trailer on Amazon is without much exaggeration. It's like a man watching a, a, a faucet drip, and then a picture of the jungle. And and that's it's bizarre. Right. But anyway, point is, self defense has been talking about doing a uh, soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And if I love this movie the way I think that I'm going to love this you movie, soundtrack I I want you to know say, fucked up already did that right I, uh, about on. a 1939 Pause. silent movie. Pause. Pause. I'm just Big man. I no I, I I'm without too much dismissal. Somebody would have to care about what fucked up is doing. Oh, <laughs> you know, true. Somebody would have to care Damn. for that to be a relevant criticism. Never playing Toronto. <laughs> ben Cook will swing on you. I mean, Damian might so not. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. 
they no no level of beating would make people care about their records. Yeah, we just got the hyper masculine. He got he got his <laughs> yeah, fierce wow. teeth out. You saw that? I might just do a fucked up winning streak just to to incense him. I mean, maybe you could uh, prove the it. Zanzibar uh, silent film. Go check that out. Mm. They did a soundtrack for it. So does that? How does that work? You just watch it and kind of play to. You it. should just yeah. do that. Should be your just twenty twenty gimmick. Just a bunch of soundtracks. I would love to. Sound I'd love to. music. Yeah, self defense. Love to. Um, but you do like an LP a month. LP a month club, sorry Jeff, or whoever's putting your records. If this, out yeah, by by then, yeah. if this was ten years ago, where records. people were yeah, vinyl crazy, maybe. But uh, yeah, should we put out the next America's Hardcore Comp on Axe Grand Records with Triple B's permission? Would that be cool? I mean, it's, Sam makes it sound like uh, comps are uh, the biggest frustration in what his life. What if we did it and just gave it up for free? Well, we make comps already. Yeah. Bob yeah. makes a comp every week. That's true. That's true. If we're being realistic. That's true. Um, major label bands on it. It's pretty cool. True. Yeah, that's true. We don't even pay him a dollar. We don't pay him nothing. We don't pay recording Thank fees. Thank you. That's right. That's yeah, good. we're putting America's Hardcore Comp next week. It's coming out. <laughs> it's already released stuff, but we're putting it's it together. Sick of on a judge. It's weird. I don't yeah. know how it works. Yeah. Well, did either of you listen to the 8-bit judge song? I did. I couldn't get it to work. I, I did. Had no fucking great. I did. Did you listen to the 8-Bit Earth Crisis song? No, I didn't. I sent that to No, me. I didn't. Um, All right, but, so Omibix. Okay. All right. Um, Jumping off point. How would, where would you say? Oh, I'm going to rise. Yeah. Okay. But, but, that's, but honestly... Monolith is even more dark and weird to <coughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it is. But it's like... So, so the, the piece, if you're sitting there and you're like, yo, motherfuckers, I like the mosh. I'm, I'm not in the crust. This is not the crust you think it is. This is not... This is like weird, dark music. So is it kind you, of like futuristic. No, I always thought of it like future punk. Kind no, of stuff. I'll tell you what it's like. It, it's actually the opposite in that it it is it, technophobic. It's yes. It, it got it, it. it. Music for luddites. It really theme wise is often talking about like it'll talk. They've got a song ICBM, which is obviously about ICBMs, yeah. but but like then they have songs about kind of like. Not Middle Earth shit. You, it's not fantasy no. shit. You wouldn't be alienated by it. But it's like, <laughs> it's it's like gather round the hearth because we all die tomorrow. Music. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> it is. So it runs the gambit between talking about nuclear annihilation and talking about like the Jungian idea of of uh, collective consciousness regarding older gods. You, so you know, know what I'm how saying? in like, a lot of like great. weird sci-fi post-apocalyptic. There'll be these, like, say, like Blade Runner. There's just a giant city. Yeah. It's crazy cityscape. But then outside the city are, like, desert plains and, like, the real freaks live out there. Yeah. Amoebix is the music for the desert freak. So yeah. in 22 years when our world friends, Amoebix will be the soundtrack. While yes. you're in the future city, breathing fresh, created oxygen, me and me and Patrick are going to be out there. Flaps over here. Uh, yeah. Mad Max style. Yeah. Fighting for shit while yeah. listening to Amoebics. And now you picked up Tau Cross, right? Mm, love, I love it so fucking much. Turn some people on. Of, it's good. That's awesome. Good. A lot of crossover. I mean, it's the same singer? Same singer. As the Amoebics? Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, so Amoebics arise as the jumping on point. I'd say almost anybody could enjoy that, but if you, if you like a, a more modern but not embarrassing uh, sounding recording, honestly, Sonic Mass is very good. Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it is, in almost every respect, it is a worthy addition so that i'm giving him three cool what do you got here we are do you recover i no, i didn't i had to redo it huh you know what's up here i I knew a handful and i think i lost one but it's all right i'll figure it out i think it's on my computer at home (laughs) by the way i'm not into walking things back but 
I don't actually care about fucked up. You know, if this was like real sports talk radio, <laughs> that shit would have been. Cl- I know, I but, but I was you just got like, hot. I, but got I was hot. just like, I, but I was just sitting here You're and like I was like, Yo, Del Beckham. Oh. I was sitting here and I was like, I don't actually. <laughs> But but I was like, do I let it ride or not let it ride? Whatever. I'll tell you what, listeners, uh, you can let it ride if you want. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Would self-defense do a tour with fucked up? No. Really? Drug church. Uh, yeah. Dude, See, like self-defense they, touring with fucked up would actually be a really be good, good look. You know what? Inst- intuitively, that's true. Yeah. No doubt. But I really want to keep self-defense are getting old. Like these are old people. We're old. I see. And, I, and I'm just like, you know, fucked up bigger band than us. It would be cool for all the reasons. Good pocket it to be, be in good. everything yeah. about it. I'm just, I'd like to keep us away from bands of our age. Okay. Yeah. That's all. All right. So, uh, you said quicksand. <laughs> yes. Rival schools. Uh, United by fate. Yeah. Pedals. Sure. Found, which is their lost record. Oh, is it released? It it is released. They put it out several years ago. It came out after Petals. But so the story on Rival Schools, <coughs> for those uninitiated, it is Walter Schreifel's band after Quicksand. Yeah, we're we're in a Schreifel state of mind. We are soon thereafter. Three years? soon, yes. By they had a record and they were probably even quicker. Between Quicksand and Rival Schools, Walter did a short-lived band called World's Fastest Car, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I have a shirt. I know. I, when we, yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to play CBs and they never showed up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they ever played the States. I think they played... They toured Japan. They played the States. I'm pretty sure they played New Brunswick. I think they played like six shows in the States. Really? Yeah. I remember going to CBs because they were supposed to be the... Um, they never ended up playing. They, there's a, if you're curious about World's Fastest Cars, World's Fastest Car... There's a ton of... Uh, their demos are out there. It's yeah. some of my favorite of Walter Shrivel's music, period. There's also live sets of World's Fastest Car from Japan playing the whole thing. And you go, oh, so that's where some of these Rival School songs came like from. Like the sound oh. that can't be still and all that yep. sort of stuff. A yep. lot of yep. the same... Yeah. A lot of stuff that was reused. So good for him. But Rival School is awesome. It took me a little while to get into them. When they were around early, and like selling out Maxwell's in like 2000, 2001, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, I don't care about this band. I moved to California and almost it immediately it clicked. I was like, oh yeah, I was driving around like beautiful Westlake Village, like driving through the hills back and forth to LA, and I'm like, god damn, this band's awesome. So, um, this is Walter, Walter, Sammy, Sammy, uh, Ian Love, Ian Love, who was in Iceburn. No, that's Col- that's uh, the bass player. I forget. Oh the name. Yeah, 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 something Tolman. Yeah, that's right. Ian was in what? He was in something else. I think he was in Orange Nine Millimeter for a while. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And there was dudes uh, from Cash Tolman was the guy. That's, that's right. In that's Iceberg. right. Good job. Yeah. So um, this band had a minute, a little bit in the New York City metro area. Sure. In the UK, they were gigantic for a minute. They were, were they? huge, yeah, like big singles, all that. I feel like they played Radio City. I don't know who they opened for. Oh yeah, okay. I forget who it might have been. People were excited because it was yeah. the dude from the big 90s mm-hmm. post-hardcore band doing a more accessible rock band, mm-hmm. but then things kind of fell apart, and I don't really know what happened. Basically, United by Fate came out. It was on Island, I believe, Island yep. Def Jam. It did not do huge numbers commercially, but the thought was that it might, Yeah, and I guess it didn't, and then... It was kind of, are they a band? Are they not a band? Nobody's hearing anything. Hey, they recorded another record, but it's not out there. It's just these demos. And then it was done. And so it was just 
all that was out there was he did a split with uh, One Line Drawing. One Line Drawing. Right. Where they play on each other's songs. That's right. And that stuff's fine. The song Bells is really good off that. Um, and there was an initial single that I don't think is on anything else that is, uh, that's awesome too. But anyways, what I'm saying is that Rival Schools has a flawless discography to me. Hmm. But they broke up and Walter goes on to do a band. He does solo stuff for a while, Walter Schreifels, and then does a band called Walking Concert. If you're paying attention around this time between 2003 and 2006, 7, 8, the demos get leaked, the lost record. Uh-huh. They are the worst recording, recording yeah. quality. It sounds like they were recorded under the ocean. Like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. MP3s. Over it, Yes. But the songs were fucking great. Like, right. And this ended up becoming found? This became found. Yes. Found. It's awesome. Weird. It's great. And they cleaned it up. So right. it's the actual. Who put this out? This I don't like know. Self released. Self released. I mean, it's a, it, it's a label listed as United by Fate. I have to imagine that's a self release. I don't think so. No, the there's somebody who did a physical. It was not photo finish. It was someone. Uh, Petals was on. Um, photo finish. Photo finish. So Photo Finish might have done... I remember when they were first there. starting like the buzz, mm-hmm. they were actually called Rival Schools United by Fate. Yeah. And then they got sued. Yeah. Because that's By a video, video game. Or a yeah. cease and desist. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the big thing is that Rival Schools, lots of references to things. lots, of, And that's something that, that Walter was doing with a lot of songs. Um, some of the songs that you hear that you go, oh, this is this like super deep song, whatever. And then, um, uh, yeah, he has a song. What the hell is the song? It's... Um, Anyways, he has a very meaningful song that you hear it, and it's like kind of like a heartstring thing, and it's like, oh yeah, that song I wrote that about John Travolta, like about his life and career right, right, between right. like, and then ruins it for you a little bit. Yeah, no, and, but it's 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 cool. You can still make it your own, but yeah, <coughs> right. Uh, I know that you want to be rich, yeah, but how to hold on to it? Just a second away from return, yeah, you're gonna get paid on. It's about John Travolta. Uh, let me say something about Walter that I respect so deeply. This dude is so confident in his ability mm-hmm. that he lets bands dissolve uh, that everybody around him is telling him this is the next thing. This is going to pop. And, you know, look, maybe he's very smart and gets out when things peak and he knows it's the peak, but that is the rarest figure in all of music. I mean, it, think about mm-hmm. his resume. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, I mean, that Civ record, still paying his bills, probably. He wrote that shit himself. I know. Yeah, he's right. the writer on that whole side of your goals, yes. And uh, he wasn't allowed to... Because of contract stuff. Because and, of Island and quick sand. Sort of yeah, stuff. So he was he ever... I don't remember. I, I don't remember. He was not listed, no, right? but I think he gets the publishing, something yeah, like I'm that. Sure, yeah. I don't know that... But I mean, that else. dude is literally... I love no. that walking concert record. It's Run great, and I saw them play to six people in Silver Lake when they toured. They played croutons. It was like famous. Like, it was, it was like awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about croutons sometime. I've heard one, use, one rival school song. Yeah? Which one? Whatever the hit. Used yeah. for glue. Used for glue. Okay. Yeah. I watched that video like two weeks ago. I'm like, how is this dude always so cool? Yeah. Used Even for glue then, like, he was just like, Mental hey. used to do the use for glue intro <laughs> as an intro. Yeah. It's groovy. It's yeah, awesome. it was cool. Um, so shout yeah. out to Rival Schools. The, the entry point, I'd say, is United by Fate. Yeah, I'm going to listen to United by Fate. This if week. you like it, yeah. If you, given your, if you like Quicksand, it's like a more likable Quicksand, right? It's like a more likable Quicksand. Yeah. But so United by Fate, more likable. Lyrics are 
on another level still. If you're a weirdo and you are like, ah, oh, this is cool, listen to Found because it's on some da- down shit. More than Pedals. More. A lot more. And there's a pedals. lost single off Pedals called <coughs> Arranged Marriages that's only off on the Ring It Out single. It's on Apple Music, but you can't get it on Spotify. And it's one of his best songs. Mm. Great. I, feel like, I can't believe it was cut from the session. So. Right. Sometimes, I never understand some of this. I'm like, really? Yeah, this yeah, is the one? I know. Um, but... Um, I think when people say like interiors, going back to quicksand, yeah. sounds like rival schools. I think they mean pedals. It's a little bit more like, oh, yeah. like there's a little it's bit. It's not as heavy, like no. as like how it was like a change from even from United by Fate. That was like a pretty heavy record. It was oh, like yeah. a step down from quicksand in it terms was. of heaviness, but it was still pretty heavy. No, it's it, from for Walter fans. You can kind of check this out. Mm-hmm. If you follow Walter from Gorilla Biscuits, yeah. so you have Gorilla Biscuits 7-inch to start today, he does the Moondog demo, mm-hmm. which is this bridge between kind of hardcore but also weird and kind of post-hardcore. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense from Quicksand, from Gorilla Biscuits to Moondog to Quicksand, yeah, very which late. then you get this other interim band, World's Fastest Car, mm-hmm. which is way more indie than, yeah. than that stuff. And then you go from World's Fastest Car, Quicksand to World's Fastest Car to Rival Schools. Again, this arc is all making sense. Right. Even up to, in my opinion, uh, Walking Concert. Walking Concert is a relatively short-lived band for him. Um, where I think he was the primary songwriter, but he wasn't the only like vocalist. Guy, right? like, it no. wasn't. There was the. It was an actual band around it too. But um, Drew Thomas, I think, was in it. Drew was Old. in it. Yep, yeah. and into another. Um, and then some people who I don't know their backgrounds at right, all. Right, right. But that record is way more lo-fi and yeah. more rock and roll. He covers T-Rex on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cool record. Run but to that, be born. Run to be it born. Doesn't really exist. I went to look on like Spotify. Someone reissued it on vinyl several years ago, okay. like probably eight years ago. I didn't get it. I wish I did because I love the record. Yeah. But that was a record. So just to give you a, a scope of like how big Rival Schools was. In 2001, Rival Schools and Hoobastank did split promo CDs. Wow. And, you know, Hoobastank had that one big year. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Refused. Yeah, they did. They did. So, the, um, yeah, Rival Schools. Cool I winning just, streak. I would not have picked You co-sign? That. I would co-sign that. Okay. I have to go back. You got to listen to that found that. record. Oh, my God. And Pedals, I was kind of like, this is cool. Revisit uh, the song A Parts for B Actors. Uh-huh. And really? that's okay. unbelievable. Right. Yeah, there's it, it. It was a slow burn for me. And some of Walter's more recent bands, I haven't dove into as much, but I, I want to. I know it's, he did the one. What was it? One rec, One band. Vanishing like, point. That was the more like heavy hardcoreish. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, yeah. Not great. Yeah. And then the. What's the more rock? Dead, band? Dead, dead, dead heavens. Dead heavens. Yeah. Which I heard. Actually, I heard one part of one of their newer records. And I was like feeling it. Yeah. So I got to revisit. I yeah. So. Anyways, shout out. I think that new quicksand record's great too. All right, this is that too. I got to You're up. Close-minded dick. Um, what do we got? Hold on. You want me to jump in line? What are you doing? No, I got one. All right. I'm gonna go. I think Bob might back me on this. Integrity. Oh yeah. Three in a row. Absolutely. Mm. Those who fear tomorrow. Okay. Systems overload. Mm. Humanity is the devil. I you ma- can't beat that. No, I maintain that the the first and the last are both overrated. With me just being a systems overload man, like, but uh, yeah, so that might be my least favorite of the three. Oh, I really like it. Um, Touch 
Oh, sure. Um, but I... Uh, I'll get... Uh, yeah, I, look. Yeah. Here's why this is not up for debate. Because for an integrity fan, that... Yeah. Yes, all yeah. of those... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, all yeah. of those, all of those kill. Um, so, yeah. Even though I, I don't know. You know, I, I, it, again, I still think Fair that school. I still think that there's so much overrating in the integrity mythos. But nah, we're talking like about three records, you can still back. We're talking about integrity, so we shut off all the lights to get yes. spooky yeah. in here. All right. So your streak here was comes the tide. Um, those of you tomorrow. Yes. System to overload. Yes. And humanity is the devil. Easy. I mean, yes, cosine. No, I mean, it's so... I'd say over the past decade, hardcore in general has been beaten over the head with integrity. Yeah. I mean, straight up. It's like... it's Okay, no disrespect to a very obviously a band that has had multiple good eras. This is a vice band. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, when you say we got hit over the head with this... We didn't get hit over the head with this just by hardcore kids. We got hit over the head by this. By yes. Decibel. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, Decibel yeah. and Vice and like a bunch of music press people that well, like. I've been to this for 25 years. I don't know what you I mean. Been. Is integrity, yeah. integrity is Roots mystery guy. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Without, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. The, the mythology. OG, yeah. He started yeah. it. So, but that said, as we identified on our integrity deep dive, go listen. The corniness, it's there. Yeah. The greatness, fuck, on these records, it's there. Yeah. These are great records. It's like liking King Diamond. You know what it is, but you like it. Whatever. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. This is integrity. Let's go. This King Diamond integrity mashup. What would you tell someone is the best way to get, to if they've never heard integrity, or they heard them, for example, like a friend of mine who had heard them, written them off 15 years ago, was like, ah, you're talking about integrity. What, what do you think is the point to jump in? Um, it's... In terms of an album or a song? Album. Album, yeah. Hmm. I'd probably go Those Who Fear Tomorrow. Yeah. Really? I yeah. think so too. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, you just like play somebody Misha. I know. Yeah. You get in and it's just there and you Judging get it right Day, away. There's some. There's hard. enough like. There's enough excess. There's enough familiarity too. Like if you know just basics hardcore. Like there's enough in those who fear tomorrow. Yeah. Whether you're coming in from the new side mm-hmm. or the older side, yeah, like right. if you're new, you're gonna hear bands. Oh, this sounds like stuff I like. Like oh, this sounds like Forced Order. This sounds like whatever. Yeah. Right. Or if you're into older stuff, you're like oh yeah, oh yeah, this is like Judge. Duh. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, those who fear tomorrow. Go on System Overload just because I think it's the most complete effort of those. But yeah. Go, but I mean, is that their biggest record? What do you think? No, humanity. Is it? Yeah. I mean, you think it is? I think humanity. I think humanity, you know why? Because because it was on victory. Yeah. Great cover art, well yeah. distributed. Yeah. And, right I mean, Systems Overload was on victory and it also was like their return. That's right. I mean I think I think Systems th- Overload the song is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I think humanity Let's just in New York. Was it? Yeah, we'll put them on a boat. We'll be in international waters. <laughs> we're not in New York. Yeah, it's we're, on the we're, boat. We're safe. It's all good. Um, okay. Uh, Will I, it be your... Integ. Do you oh, no, do you, or do you want to go on to your... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Integ 2000. That's where, that's, where I'm star- that's where I think every kid should start. Um, the heavens looking for an angel or whatever. The, the no, the... Uh, <laughs> the the, uh, the, the, the uh, Donna Summer cover. Uh, of bad girls. You know what Holy I did talk about? God. I don't know. Do you ever hear Integrity do Evacuate by Negative Approach? Yes, I have. Pretty hard. It's good. Pretty mm. hard. Yeah. No. Good uh, okay. Am, am I Kendall, going? Am up. I going? Uh, 
I was shocked that we didn't talk about this one. I thought we did. Blacklisted. I know. We did not. They on my list too. Three in a row. I give them an easy three in a row. I found my three in a row. If you have to find them, maybe you're not right. I, that's why I don't well, need to Well, mine look. was good. It, it wasn't a hard find, but it was a, okay. Oh, well, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a defined three that are like, oh, okay. Yeah, no now, one's mad. Right. To, to add to my, the rules. Yeah. Are we considering like a compilation of seven inches to be part of the... I would give it special despin- like, dispensations. Like, would our uses wasted be part of this three? Oh, yeah, I would say it could be. I would, I would yeah, allow I that. you could do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, or would, you know, like, say American Nightmare year one, would that be considered? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I you could do would. that. Sure. Okay. Because those Well, are, and even with American Nightmare, if you wanted to go first seven inch, second seven, seven inch, inch, background, background music. music, I'd do that. Yeah, how did I not do that? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm such a stan. You, you made a, you, you mentioned them in the first Winning Streets episode, but we never dove into it. So right. maybe that's unsafe for Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going with the LPs. That's heavier than heaven. Okay. Uh, no one uh, deserves to be no here. No one deserves me. to be here. And when people uh, grow, grow, people go. Uh, I say that with no reservation. I think all of those records are fucking great. What's your favorite of the three? Uh, heavier Than Heaven, but uh, I truly love that last record in a yeah. way that most, most, other, yeah, most other people, they thought it was a good effort, didn't do it for them. I think it's a, a gem. I think it's really like... Here's my argument. Yes. Do you think the um, the seven inches that kind of were interspersed 100% there, killed some of the momentum, yes. Is right. that what you're so, going mean, to say? Yes. But does that fuck up your three? No, because I personally think those are great records. I so think he's riding really with good. Magician and Eccentric Nine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if does I that like throw off your... No, I. I well, so you would include them. Make him he's get a giving five. it. He's giving it a five, but he's highlighting the three, the three okay. LPs. Yeah, okay. with with the asterisks that I recognize that those seven inches are controversial even among fans. But I I don't think that that last record is controversial among fans. I really think that it suffers. Just overlooked. Yes, I think it suffers from people just not being aware. I mean, I love Blacklist, and I can't tell you I listened to that record more than once. Give it, uh, give it another you, go. You should, honestly, I yeah. did. It is a very, very good record. It's not making my three because okay. I just never go to Eccentric Nine yeah. or The Magician. Eh, they just kind of lost me there. But When People Grow, People Go is a great record. My three. Yes. Peace on Earth, War on Stage. Hard. Heaven than Heaven, Lonelier Than God. Uh-huh. No one deserves to be here more than me. Boom. You wouldn't go here. The, um, that, are you the early from? era. Well, so here's so the problem. Hard. There's the early era. Sure. Which w- let's call it the Jay Pepito years, which is Demo, Our Youth is Wasted, uh-huh. and the first Blood Split. Right. Which I think that's only one song, I believe. Is Maybe that just Eye for an Eye? Yes. Which is still one of the biggest songs. It's like, yeah. They it's, had to stop playing it because people were getting hurt. It's dropping, it's dropping the mic level good, you know? So yeah. there's those records, but it's one song on a split, so I'm not going to count it. Sure. The next record is the short-lived Tim Smith era, The Beat Goes On. A record I like. I don't love. Though. I don't love. No. And when I've gone back to it, I like it less. Whereas when I've gone back to... When people grow, people go. You liked it more. Oh my God. I was yeah. shocked. I was shocked how much I liked it. <coughs> because when on first listens, I thought those were... Thank you. I thought that record was like, oh man, I, they maybe they lost the magic. I don't know. Yeah. 
I think it was Smoke and Crack because it's a really good record. I really need to revisit it. It's a really good record. And like sitting with it on a headphones list, I was like, oh yeah, this is another blacklisted record. I would... I, I like no one more than it. That might be my favorite. For, yeah, like I think it has some more eccentric parts. But like in that loose cannon spiraling out of control yeah. way. Um, but of those records, War on Earth, Peace on Stage is my favorite. Those four songs were the Black Lizard broke up, but then kind of were like, wait, we love this. Why are we breaking up? And that was their return. And they came back with that, and it was fucking great. It was like, <laughs> it was the rare situation where it felt like a band came back and put out their best record. Right, and that yeah. was like Circuit Breaker. What's, what else is on that? Oh, sorry. I no, just, no, no. Sir, I'm trying to picture the songs, the records on it. I just, when I think of that record, I think of a Jordan. Is that Matrimony? No. Because uh, I can picture the cover, and the thing that stands out on the cover is a Jordan logo. Yes, yes. To me. Well, the aesthetic of that record, it's funny because I think that record is this like gray, white, black tone. Mm-hmm. And those the images were so striking that it didn't need to do a lot with color, uh-huh. but just the imagery pulled out. And it was like, oh, this feels like the band. This is awesome. Yo, Look at that. Death Wish. That's a Death Wish release, and there's not a song that hits two minutes on it. Perfect. That's that, that's when they're at their best. That is Ivory so Tower, fucking okay. good. Memory Lane, Canonized, and Setting Sun. That's good. Fucking great. Yeah. Fucking great. And that kind of like laid the laid the path for heavier than heaven, lonelier than God. Yeah. And I don't even know. Let me see this. I don't know. No, Circuit Breaker's on the LP. Yeah. The only song that repeats off the seven inch <coughs> is Memory Lane. Yeah. Canonized? No, Memory Lane. So I mean, how how musically would you describe Blacklisted? The earlier is. Uh, AN meets Madball Mosh. Correct. Mm-hmm. Slower AN. Yes. Yeah. And then once you get to Heavier Than Heaven, Peace on Earth, No One era, it's almost completely different. Uh, yeah. It actually. Sp- I th- the Madball's kind of gone. Yeah. Uh, at times speeds up, uh, yeah. at times grooves goes, out. He grooves yeah. out. Uh, you know what I heard someone describe them as? Hit me. That, or like. Compared them to, and at first I was like, oh, come on. But if you really listen, I can kind of hear it every time I die. Uh, okay, a lot of people have been saying that since George's voice has... When he started doing the, like, yeah, yeah. they said a George. Yeah. I think that's the only... I, that's the only maybe some to of the me. Riff, maybe some of the riffage will slow. Those dudes are, are students of music, music um, in the way that... Like the main, they're all. I think that George Bean and uh, Sausage all write songs for the modern era, okay. and um, they all come from kind of different backgrounds. Bean and and uh, and Sausage specifically come from more like a street punk background, which is funny. I don't hear that a lot in the sound, but I do hear tendencies with that in some of the drumming parts. There's some more kick up, what was faster punk. Band? The boils. He was in the boils. Yeah. Now, who's the drummer? There used to be a kid named Sean. Sean was the drummer for a long time. Yeah. And I think he played on everything except the newest record. Oh, wow. Okay. I think, I think Rifkin played on that. Okay. Very um, good drummer. Great drummer. Very, yeah. Very and drummer. so I think, 
I know they get some like they don't get credit. They're one of the first bands, hardcore bands, who came in and were referencing Life of Agony. Mm-hmm. Like they were going in on a lot of that kind of stuff. Did they um, it? Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah, they used to cover River Runs Red Live. So and they were singing Maximum Penalty songs before. Like he also he always yes. kind of did this weird kind yes. of like here's my intro to the song and I'm going to reference like, song lyrics. I'm sing fucking Coming Home by Maximum Penalty. Yes. Thank you. So I think that he. Uh, I think that George and those dudes. You mean the same tea bag? <laughs> you dirty motherfucker. We're reusing tea bags over here at A2G HQ. Ah, it's just how we do. Um, Patreon, you coming through? I do. People not reuse tea bags? I do. No, but, what I do is I make iced tea, like a big <laughs> thing of it, with two tea bags. That's it. That's all you need. You know what's interesting? Like, and I'm starting to think I might just go down to one, but it's all right. So I guess this is just a weird habit of mine. All tea is too intense for me. I leave it in for like 10 seconds. Uh, mayo too spicy for you? It's a mayo too spicy. Uh, ketchup too intense. Um, it's my spiciest condiment. I think uh, if you're a kid into aggressive shit, uh, people are going to tell you to get into uh, blacklisted at the very early material. They're not wrong, but it hits a real stride. Uh, def- heavier than heaven. Peace on earth is a moment, and it's a moment, and and it really deserves your attention. It's but a vibe, as the kids say, it Yo, is. they were a band who worked so hard from that time they started, which is like oh two oh three ish. They started just being a Philly band, Philly kids, uh-huh. figured out how to get out on tour, and then just toured their asses off. They were doing like, they, them, Down to Nothing, and Cast Aside did this hellish tour. I want to say they did like a six-week U.S. tour Ugh. in 05, and just crushed it. And like, they just never could win, basically. And then they announced they were breaking up in summer of 2006. A bunch of different reasons led to that. None of them really that relevant, but they decided they were going to break up. Yeah. Played two last shows. The first Sound and Fury. The first This is Hardcore. Wow. They are the reason both those fests popped off right away. I like. I don't think they get the credit they probably deserve, but those were like, oh, Blacklist is doing one last show in California at Sound and Fury Fest, this new thing, and one last show at Philly. Uh, at, this uh, is Hardcore, this brand right. new thing. Cool. Yeah. And they got a lot of love that had kind of came out of nowhere. And I think they realized, like, shit, we love doing this. Let's not stop. And then put out their best material, like I said. And that really is what Patrick said is 100% right. Peace on Earth, War on Stage is a moment. And it's it's lost a little bit <coughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say next is I've said this four times on this podcast, and I don't want to belabor a point, but uh, Blacklisted is a band that if you are overlooking them for whatever reason – uh, you will feel foolish in five years. Uh, right. it, they are undeniably good, and things that are undeniably good. In the same way that I ignored quicksand for a huge chunk of my life and didn't get to enjoy quicksand for a huge chunk of my life, yeah. I would urge you not to make the same mistakes that I've and made. Those come back around. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Invariably. For sure. <clears throat> uh, I think blacklisted will be a major inspiration to bands, but not for another few years. Yes. I started liking basketball actively in 1986. Up until 1992-93, I didn't like Michael Jordan because mm. I came from the Magic Johnson and Larry Bird of the mm-hmm. best basketball players era. And this dude, he's fine, but he doesn't win anything. And I robbed myself of years of paying attention to greatness. And that's one of the reasons I, I try to keep an open mind with it. 
with things in life, which is a silly thing to say that this fucking lesson from being like close-minded about the best basketball player on the planet. But it was like, it wasn't him. It was me being like a little turd, like, I'm yeah, a child. Sure. I don't yeah. like this guy. I don't like my guys more, you know? Yo, blacklisted is undeniable greatness. Enjoy it. There you go. Do we have uh, one more? We'll do the one that we kind of made reference to. Discharge. Oh. Damn. I can't even speak intelligently on this because I can only think of one record. Mm-hmm. Tom? No evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> Which is their, like one of the big ones. Um, but that's not one of the ones on my list. Mm, really? I feel... Oh, uh, okay. Please, do tell. Before Hear Nothing, See Nothing, see, uh, Say Nothing... Oh, yeah, that's right. They do first single, Fight Back, second single, Realities of War, third single, Decontrol, and then the Y, 12-inch. Yo, this is the punk band I overlooked for the first six years I was in a punk. This is a punk band. And let me correct myself. This is a hardcore band. Their music is hardcore. Um, but this is a punk band I overlooked because I thought they were crass. I thought they were mm-hmm. stupid music that people just wore in a patch and it was just crap and like who cares and whatever. And it took <coughs> me several years and then seeing this entire wave of D-beat bands, many of which were terrible, but seeing this band of wave of bands who worshipped Discharge to realize like, oh, this is... Let me let me actually go listen to these records, the ones that people say. Um, so their sound on these is dirty, fast, hard, 77 punk meets Motorhead. Yep. So it's gnarly. Yeah. And it's gravel vocals, and it's a lot more like American hardcore than it is like the 77 punk that they kind of referenced as a template. Yo, when I was putting this together, I looked into it. The Realities of War single, which is great, hit the charts in London, like rock charts. It was on the charts for 44 weeks. What? Oh my God. Yeah, it topped wow. out at number four. What? What? It's a black and white cover. Like, right. look at it. It is, it is a... crustiest of crust. It'd be like Trapped Under Ice, uh, you know, Secrets of the World hitting Billboard and, and sitting in the top 10 for a while. And people That's are like, this is, yeah. It's even at the time, this is like 80... Right. 81. Um, I can't even explain. Like, if you like any kind of mu- punk music, any kind of like fast hardcore or stuff that's more on the punk hardcore side of things, Discharge is necessary. But I feel as though, like myself and like many of my friends, this band gets overlooked because they're a patch band, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see that. And I feel like a lot of people think like late 70s, early 80s punk. Yep. I think a lot of people over like they go oh, like oh like X-ray specs right or like all that sort of stuff assumption of what it sounds like yeah right. yeah like old punk is nerdy and not not as hard mm-hmm. and heavy as you'd like yeah. but they definitely are no and there's stuff like like Apple and uh, Crass that right. like even those I still can't that's not my thing I just don't really I didn't really like it right um but maybe I should check that out again Discharge is not just so good. Though. Similar, like, philosophically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total political, yeah, like, you know, uh, political punk music. And, um, yeah, I mean, 
discharge. Do you like anything with post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic imagery? This is them burned bodies, dead stuff. It's cool. It is. Yeah. So we uh, become the punkest podcast. We're not here. A we go. Podcast I know. Anymore. We need it. Well, but this is to inject some of this, yeah. and like. It's just got that fast driving beat, like the D beat thing. Yeah. You can hear that influence on stuff like the candy record. Absolutely. Which is fucking funny, but like that's all integrity. Like discharge is an influence on all these things. Right. They're your favorite band's favorite band. Yes. They're Very well, much. right. And they, they're one of these bands who, um, in a roots way, like should get more shine than they do, which is tough to say. Like there's not many. Does Black Flag get all the love they deserve? Yeah, probably. Minor Threat? Yeah, probably. Bad Brains? Yeah, probably. Discharge? No. In hardcore? Nah. I think that they are. And I'm not telling you to go get a bullet belt or just wear black clothing. <laughs> but this hair, is but you no, know. never did. But but you can check this band out and enjoy it and realize like, especially the singles and why. I'll recommend starting with Fight Back. It's just the first single. Okay. But there's a singles collection that's easily consumable out there. Go listen to some of that stuff. Once it hears hits. Hear nothing, see nothing, say nothing. The more I see, like yeah. it, it gets. They start playing with some power metal and start getting into some weird stuff that yeah. I don't fuck with. But that yeah. that was the more readily available sure. stuff. So I yeah, don't think that's, that's as good. I only know that record because yep. it was easily found. Yeah. So and they still out. exist in 2018. They do different singer, some different Jersey? lineup. Yes, from, same guy. Yeah, from the shore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, what was he before? Was he like a lethal aggression guy or something? No, he wasn't a lethal aggression guy. <laughs> he might have been crew. Who knows? There I there are some weird old ties there. I don't remember weird. who it is. Okay. Uh I I'll give those I'll give that a shot. Amoebics would say <clears throat> listen to discharge. Yeah. Don't I, you make listen to discharge shirts, maybe. Yeah, I think they so. um sell a lot of them. Uh okay. Uh everybody like that? I like that. I liked it. I like it because I always end up like I'm over here uh, on Soul Seek downloading Rival Schools because I'm right like, now, oh, yeah. I guess I got to give it a shot. Okay, I'll give it a shot. So uh, my mind up to stuff that I never really. Like, oh so yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, it does the same for everybody else. Really. Absolutely does. Uh, it's Bob's definitely. lane is so much different. Your lane is so much different that it's like, oh cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I listen to stuff I, that I probably would never have given a shot before. That's what. Thanks, fellas. So well, <laughs> thank you, Tom. Appreciate uh, it. All right, uh, this has been another episode of Axe to Grind. Uh, if uh, if you're feeling uh, charitable, uh, give us a good review on those uh, things that you do that. Five stars. Uh, yeah, five stars. And uh, uh, don't be uh, shy to go to the Patreon and uh, throw us money in that context. Uh, you got another almost going on 20 hours of content over there. That's so pretty good. Uh, happy to have you all. Speak soon. Be good to each other.